right now. Are you still there? I'm still here. <sighs> Kevin Hello. Dowling, the first official two podcasts <laughs> in in one day. And like I said before, I started recording. We don't yeah. have the the trifecta. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit different. Hello. Hello. Okay. I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Make let me close Lightroom real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no Todd. No Todd. And I mean, what, what's this going to be like without Todd? What, well, what's, what's, what's Todd doing right now that he that, can't be with us? It's a really good question. I don't know. I actually don't know. I know that, um, that just I'm not going to have a kid and move into a new place that I need to renovate at the same time on top of working full-time because uh, that's it's got to be some kind of home renovation <laughs> baby <laughs> thing. Like I think he's painting right now. He's just like he's deciding on a color palette for his living room and th- what what uh, what lines he's gonna get. <laughs> I think uh, it it could be like yard work or something possibly. Ah, yeah, an nice. abundance of yard work. Um, I actually like, don't um, know. I have no idea. Well, um, what an but no big deal. We'll do it without him. He said he said in a in a text that there was a I don't know if it was a period, so that if it was point one percent chance or if it was one percent that he was gonna maybe be able to do the podcast. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's a point one or a one percent chance that he might be able to join us. Right. But I'm not sure yet. We were uh, texting earlier because I was uploading those old sections from... Hello? Uh, hello? I'm still here. Okay. Um, I am still here? Yeah, me too. Oh, that's so good. You talked about Frank writing down all the grinds. Oh, it, just to... Um, when we were podcasting earlier, he was just saying that rollerblading... It was a just kind of a prediction that rollerblade could have possibly up to 300 grinds. And uh, I've never thought about it that way. And uh, he had a really good point where rollerblading is like the best grinding sport. Oh, yeah. And I had never heard it just uh, stated so simply. Well, I mean, if you like, if uh, was that there's some website called like Shock Mansion, which is apparently it's like a really popular website, and they named. Or, or somebody named like Chris Farmer's grind on that long ass intro, like the grind of the decade, or like the best grind ever, or something. Really? Yeah, it was like it, it was on like I forget, it's some major website like announced this like that the best grind that has ever been done by a human being was Chris Farmer's King Trail. What What do you think about that? Do you, Do you think that there's a better one in your mind, or is that? Um, I think that Chris. And Rob doing the uh, 666 back-to-back. Not to take away from Chris's King Crow, because that was definitely, like, really dope. But the fact that Rob and, and fucking Chris did that shit back-to-back is, I don't know. That pretty, is, you know that's amazing, dude. That like, is pretty amazing. Crazy, man. Um, you know which one I love? Uh, do you remember in Life Plus when BJ Bernhardt went back to that rail in uh, Nebraska? Or that famous one from Mad oh, Beef? The, the 244. Is that that's the two four four? That's the two four four. 
Uh, <laughs> do you remember how fast he came off of that? Yeah, man. I was. I always wondered um, if he had like metal grind plates, or if they waxed the rail too much, or if it was like the K2 Soul frame. But I just remember the speed of that one. I haven't really seen anything recently. There was that uh, Victor. Uh, what that guy that's amazing that skates shadows, Victor Galentz. Galicia. Galicia. He did that kinker into uh, the street. Right. So I don't know if that's the it's right. Like, um, yeah, we probably got it. Yeah, right. that was the the speed of grinds is uh on skates too yeah is amazing that uh i guess like in some other activities i've seen snowboarding and skiing you can do fast grinds but the speed of bj yeah, bernhardt is up there with the whole best grinding sport thing dude but like expressive wise i mean ah. there is style in snowboarding but the nuances of, of rollerblading style. And then another thing, I mean, I'm reiterating points on the podcast I just recorded, but I asked him if <laughs> he thought uh, rollerblading would ever be in the Olympics. And he said, absolutely not because of the, in, in big words, cognitive uh, something or other, like the, the, what you have to like take in, in terms of terminology yeah. for skating and the nuances of the foot positions and everything. Right. It's so overly technical. Yeah. Do you ever think, think about that? Because skiing just got into the Olympics for the next winter sport, and that blows my mind. Like, I thought it was going to be just half pipe, but it's actually going to be street. Or it's going to it's going to have yeah slope style with rails and everything, and the course isn't going to be standardized. So from Olympic to Olympic, however many years apart, they'll be like it's just so weird to think that like grinding is in the Olympics now. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of amazing. Uh, but, but at the same time, I don't know. Are they doing that just to like get more viewers in? You know what I mean? Like it just seems like a play for like viewership rather than like I, I don't know. Like when you look at something like uh, whatever the the javelin, like this is something that's been happening for thousands and thousands of years. You know, or, <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> so it's, you know, like grinding on skis is. I don't know. I, I but, was that. I guess you know, like. It's cool, <laughs> but do they uh, still have javelin? I don't know. Hell yeah, <laughs> they do in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hell yeah, dude. They have to that, and then the one where you just throw the fucking heavy ass ball. <laughs> oh, shot put. There's shot a really, put. really famous shot putter from from our hometown of Kamloops that he almost got a bronze medal or something. And I was thinking about how weird it is. Like I sometimes I'm hard on He's myself for almost getting a bronze medal. Well, yeah, when you're from a small town in, in Canada, yeah, oh, that's that, famous. We dominate everything. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like, can you imagine dedicating your entire life? Like, I think it's weird sometimes about how many hours of thought and time and years I put into skating, but then it's like... You disagree. If, if I was into uh, shot put, I think that's almost weird. Yeah. That That's... And like, they still, but they're still more respected than you. Isn't that a depressing thing? <laughs> yeah, and that's just like you said. They're Olympians. That, that's you're that's, a fucking. That's a time <laughs> a thing, though, isn't it? <laughs> like, Yo, you know what? I was talking with my girl um, about the Olympics the other day, man. Um, so maybe grinding won't be in the Olympics, but why is like speed skating not in the Olympics? You know what I mean? Like circle track, Apollo. Oh no, I don't know if you know who that is. Like one of the, like he was super famous for like ice skating, the fast, you know, like race ice skating or whatever. 
speed ice skating is, but you're talking about speed inline skating? Yeah, like speed inline. I think they've uh, they've had some bids for it, and I and I'm not sure why. There's got to be an article somewhere about about it. And uh, there was a guy that I just talked to, um, Francisco Francisco something or other. He's like a big uh, inline speed skater, and he was talking about. He's from Colombia, and he says like speed inline skating is like a huge sport there, and I had no idea. Rad. It just, these, <laughs> I never would have thought that that's like a thing. That yeah, lots but, of young kids are super into speed inline skating there. I mean, think about it. Like just like you said, like or Frank was suggesting that like you have to have this like you have to know what the fuck's going on in street skating to like understand the terminology. Or whatever, but for like going fast, it's just who's the fastest. Like everybody can relate to that. Like racing is so inherent. Like we all do that as children, and like just being fast as shit is cool to people. It's very true. <laughs> it's easier to digest. But that's not you know those are big wheels, and there's no grinding, and you know that's corny to a lot of people that street skate because you know they're embarrassed of other rollerblading <laughs> types or whatever it is. <laughs> Definitely. Have you tried like uh, speed skates before? I've never, I've never done. I don't know what the definition of a, a true speed skate is, but I have not tried like a carbon fiber boot. But I have done like four hundred millimeter flat. Oh, okay, that's pretty close. Yeah, there's like when you try like a long frame and a really low cut boot, it's pretty crazy. Like uh, I, I I can imagine, dude. I skate. I still skate shadows, and it's like comes up half my fucking leg, you know. <laughs> Did you get the, the did you try the 2.0 yet? Oh man. Okay, so I got <laughs> Oh, where are we going with this? I don't know. <laughs> I I I got the 2.0 and it was the wrong size. Yeah. And, and um Yeah, so I, long story short, I decided not to not try those because they didn't fit and then I tried Shimas for a couple days and I couldn't adapt to that. Uh-oh. <laughs> So now I'm going to skate shadows again. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you go through a mild skate crisis? There was a full skate crisis. And it, it got even deeper. Like, there was, like, I was having conversations with, like, the overlords of Power Slide about, like, being more involved. And it, it got it got kind of intense, man. Like, there was, like, a huge shift in my, uh, I don't know. I've made, like, kind of a play to, like, be involved in the industry, like, actually, like, be involved in the day-to-day operations of our our industry, and it didn't what? it didn't really pay. Yeah, it was it was pretty. It was like a couple months of like back and forth with, you know. Where did it come from? The original spark to to do that that idea. I mean, I've always. It's the same kind of spark that makes me want to do a podcast. You know, it's like I want to. I don't know. Improve or make. I don't know. Try to make. Skating, uh, I don't know. I just want to be a part of skating. Like I'd rather like figure out a way to make money skating than anything else. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, like, if I could work for a company and like help them grow as a brand, and then also help our culture grow and be more um, enjoyable for people, like that would be fucking amazing. And then also like working with. <clears throat> A lot of guys on the like the conferences teams are like my friends, so to be able to help them achieve and set new goals and come up with new ways to uh, 
people into buying skates instead of skateboards like that would be fun absolutely did did they come uh, i mean i guess we can't talk too much about this i mean like, no it was actually it was like a really healthy conversation like we like saw eye to eye on a lot of stuff and then i mean they gave me an audience they listened to me and you know responded and it just wasn't it's just not the right time you know what i mean like i'm kind of like i don't know it just <laughs> it didn't work out so now i'm reevaluating um did they would you be open <laughs> okay so imagine i'm like a company owner or something mm-hmm. and and if if they like came came up with the question like so kevin would you be open with uh working with uh recreational and speed and fitness skating along with street and park skates yeah absolutely 100 percent. that's awesome i worked i actually just shot the 2014 rollerblade fitness and recreation lookbook in new york oh you did i did how was that it was amazing the president of rollerblade was there this guy jeremy stonier yeah and then um tom heiser works at rollerblade and i've known tom for years yeah uh, he was there and rob guerrero and ariel saroon were there and we had a couple uh Kelly Matthews and Christy Toledo like came through, and um, it was incredible, man. Like the actual to actually like sit and talk with the president of Rollerblade, which I mean, people can be like when you type in Rollerblade in Google, the first thing that comes up is Rollerblade.com, right? Yeah. Or image search, and that's the name of what we do. Exactly. So it it was it felt good to be working with that guy and like hear him say the things that we're all concerned about, about, you know, people hating rollerblading and wanting to change that image and them actually taking, like, um, steps towards figuring out how they can better communicate the brand. Wow. That's badass that he came. Yeah, it was, I mean, we were, it was rad. Like, he came skating, dude. I shot him skating down the West Side Highway. Like, (laughs) it was, it was rad. (laughs) Like, I skated with the president of rollerblade. That's fucking cool. That's very cool. That, how long has he been with the company for? Do you know any of that? Like, is he? I mean, he's been he... there for a long ass time. I don't know exactly how long, but like, it was cool. I I got to fly up, and then you know the dude, uh, Greg Mirsoyan. Yeah, big fan dude, of that guy. Dude, he was there, and we fucking broke down. Like, we met. We both flew into the uh, Boston airport at the same time. We took these buses out to New Hampshire, where the like the. Uh, whatever, where Rollerblade actually is. It's up in, like, ski country. Yeah. And, um, like, it, w- it was just sick. Like, in like I've worked with Rollerblade and some other companies on, like, aggressive stuff, and it's always, like, super shoestring budget where, like, you know, you sleep on floors and you eat whatever's cheapest and, like, you're just kind of struggling. But, like, for Rollerblade, like, 95% of their sales come outside of aggressive. So, like, they have real budgets to, like, take care of the people that are working with them. Yeah. So it was just like a refreshing experience because it just felt awesome to like have an actual budget and timeline and like shot list and like a plan of action rather than just, uh, you know, going out and doing whatever the fuck we wanted to do. That And uh, Rob G and, uh, and Ariel, yeah. They, yeah. They, were also the, they were also skating some of the speed and, and rec stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like That's we, so they awesome. fully did fitness shots. Like we like shot fitness blading with 
Rob Guerrero. What, one, <laughs> one thing that people don't understand is that if if Rex Skate sales skyrocketed, I mean that's then yeah. the budgets would come back for that's aggressive. The that's the key to everything, and that's what we talked about. Like every night at dinner, it was like fixing the image of that, which is what people think of when they think of rollerblading. Like if you can make that um, not so fucking stale like it has been for years, then you can help everything. Because just like you said, you bring the bud- budget back for those things, and obviously, like the kids that are buying random rec skates are going to figure out they can grind, and they're going to buy into Volo and all the other companies, you know. That's such a big topic that that I always think about, and uh, I well, there's always... no there's no B mag for rec skating. There's no fucking Shredweiser for fitness. Like there's no there's nothing that people that get involved in those parts of skating can attach to and feel like they're a part of. So I feel like if we open the door to those people, there's like literally like hundreds of thousands. Oh, there's the first dog bark, Lucy. She's feeling. She's she's feeling. It. She's like, yeah, dog. Rex skate. We gotta make rex skating cool. <laughs> it's it's true though. I think you had a really good comment on on the Facebooks there, where you said like, uh, you. I think did you reference Inline Skater magazine? Probably. Is that what it was? That uh, that there used to be magazines that that you would open it up and it would have, you would have roller hockey, uh, yeah. speed skating, fitness skating, and aggressive and like. I mean, I would. When I got a when I got my first daily bread, it was all over. Like I only bought daily bread after that. But I would like fiend for just like, I would fiend for like the aggressive parts of those magazines. But I had subscriptions and shit, and I was open to like other stuff that was in the magazine. Right. Um, I mean, I played. Ho- I don't know. We I'm in Georgia, so we don't really have like a solid winter. So we played roller hockey down here, man. Like, did we was- talk about what the fuck happened to roller hockey? I don't know if we have talked about that, but it is confusing. I actually played roller hockey like a couple weeks ago with like my old roller hockey posse, and it was like really comforting to be around them. Like it felt like being around like the street skating homies, you know? Like it was just like like they get made fun of too, and they kind of understand like the sh- <laughs> like plight of rollerblading, you know? That makes no sense to me. I'm I'm confused and bewildered that ball hockey is normal, and roller hockey all of a sudden is not. Wait, hold on, what? Ball, Ball? hockey. That people, oh, like where you run around. Yeah, yeah, that people running around with sticks, hitting a ball, like that's more standard, especially even in Canada. Like, why is roller hockey not the huge thing to do in the spring and summer? I don't get it at all. And is it like, does it go people back to... People don't want to be a rollerblader. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, it's... <sighs> Embarrassing for people. I I don't know. Maybe that's not it. No, it could be it because that. I mean, that's so I mean, frustrating to me though that I came from just communicated better. Maybe they have better branding and it's not so. Um, I don't know. Oh, man. But it's like, why is it that hockey players have ice skates, and that's not weird? I don't get. Just as soon as there's wheels in a line instead of an ice skate blade, I don't get uh, it. Um, that it's so confusing. You you, you know exactly why. <laughs> like <laughs> rollerblading's, you know, unacceptable. It's not fucking. It's whack, man. People make like people that don't even skateboard or like bike or anything like they make fun of that. Not everybody, man. Like I I don't want you to think that I think like the whole world hates rollerblading, but yeah, a lot of people that are hip to like current culture 
clown on blitz. Like, did you you know this company Huff? No, no. So Huff is a uh, a skateboard brand. It's it's actually this this guy named Keith Huffnagel. And he had a skate shop, and he ended up like cross branding with some shoe companies. And he's like, have you seen the they're like high, like long socks, and they have weed leaves all over them? No. Okay. <laughs> this guy's just like he makes really cool stuff. Yeah. And um, he's got a series that he drops like every year, and it's called Stoops. And they yeah. purposely like bite logos from people. Yeah. So they did like Stoops, and the O's were the the Olympic rings, and they, it's always like stuff they could clearly get sued for and problematic or whatever but they just dropped the line of shirts and it's stoops and the <laughs> the actual o's are the rollerblade logo like oh it's like, what yeah and it's of course it's a uh, it's a gay flag because rollerblading is gay I, I don't that's what bugs me it's like are they saying that being gay is bad or that rollerblading is gay but like like how is it acceptable for skateboarders who seem so progressive to like suggest that something is gay and that's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm hoping within the next, I don't know, decade or so, Lucy, stop it. Get away from the bag. Get away from the bag. I feel like within the next decade or so, we'll get over that. But I can't believe, like in movies and stuff, that, that I mean, there's a fine line like for gay jokes and things like that, that it, gay is still funny to mainstream audiences you know and uh that's where they're it's kind of it's just like a cheap depressed and like (laughs) have to deal with that shit on a real level yeah it's just it's very uh it's really lame that like from a mainstream north american perspective gay is still it's that fine line too it's like the tone behind the joke sometimes it's acceptable Right. Sometimes it's not, but in my mind, that stoop thing is like it's a really cheap move. That is, it's easy, right? That uh, if you're a teenager, uh, you want to be. Ah, uh, oh, we talked about this kind of a little bit on the Frank <laughs> podcast too, but it's like uh, that idea of uh, of uh, actually no, you just have to listen to that. But okay, I think that that's really bad. The the pride flag with the skates. There was even um. There was that they've big... done that logo already. That's they bit great... that from Big like, Brother that... too. Exactly, like it's already been done. Like, and then, the... but the, the craziest shit is they made like ten colorways, and they're not all gay flags. So they kind of look like I kind of want the shirt. You know what I mean? It's like just buy the shirt and then like, rock the shit out of it while I skate, just to like kind of. I don't know. There, like, I, I mean, it's getting to the point where that joke is. It's it's almost like 15 years old now or more a, <laughs> did you ever hear the bill burr podcast where he breaks the joke down yeah well uh is that where he just said one homophobic joke killed rollerblading yeah, killed rollerblading <laughs> amazing i couldn't believe it that that it was such a simple way of putting it but it's so right. true it's so fucking true i think you know I, there's also like there was i saw a guy in my neighborhood like i live in this in a neighborhood where everybody walks or rides bikes or whatever and this guy rolled by on like a grown-up scooter. Yeah. With big wheel. It, I don't know. But I started thinking about it. I was like, everybody, like nobody has a problem with this guy scootering. I think it's just also having to like take something off and put something on, and yeah. then like take your your shoes out of your bag and whatever. Like I think that's another like huge. Whatever. You're fit. You're actually changing. Uh, you're changing your physical body. 
Yeah, you're, yeah. And, and with that comes awkwardness, possibly. Like I said uh, the other day, not only is rollerblading, uh, you think that it, when you're not rollerblading, like even I'm so guilty of this when I'm watching edits online, rollerblading yeah. looks so easy. Like when I think of going skating, I can looks- always imagine myself skating way better than I'm actually, that I can do. And then I'll get to the park and be like, even going up to the tiniest little quarter pipe and doing a topsail, being like, oh shit, do I have this? Like, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to hit this. And it's also the easiest, it's the easiest sport to make look easy. And it's the easiest sport to make look, look bad. bad more yeah. than anything else. And that's because it's, it's attached to our body and not yeah. apart from like, I can't think of what, what else is there that it's like the shit's attached. There's but I mean, like, how, how often do you see some like goofy, I mean, you guys highlight this shit properly as fucking all your videos. It's like, you see these goofy dudes go by on rollerblades and you're like, that's what everybody thinks. Like, and they have like that really bad, like posture and style and it just looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> and that's like, I always think about that. Is that something that, that needs to be embraced? Depressed? Like, uh, <laughs> what's the, what did you say? I think it should be addressed, man. Like, it, it needs but that's the thing. There's not there's not a fucking rec skating message board where like you're getting clowned on because your style sucks. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think like there's like this a standard that our little microcosm of society en- enforces that like strengthens our style and like what tricks we decide to do. Like rec skaters don't have that, and they just like they buy the worst skates and they have shitty style and like they're probably fucking their back up really bad and like they. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm cooking something up with. Do you know who uh, Kyle Sola is? I really recognize that name. Oh, he was he, the guy who made that prototype. Right, right. Yeah. So Kyle was also at the the rollerblade shoot, and Kyle's like a fucking amazing. I don't want to. Uh, he. What is his actual job title? He's, He's like a, a designer. Industrial designer. So he like developed um, some goggles and some some other stuff for this company called Tier. Yeah. And they make, um, it's like Olympic quality swimming and sports apparel or whatever, you know? Like, he's a brilliant dude. But um, he's really, like, he skates around on um, a set of 100 flat bonts. They're like the sickest speed skates, but he can do, like, off little launches and shit. He'll do, like, fakey 720s. Like, he was skating a, a skate park contest on those bonts. On bonds? On bonds. Dude, the bonds with the the carbon fiber, like, hot boy shits. And he was doing, like, true porns on ledges. What? In, like, Like, the long frames? In the long frames, dog. True porn on ledges. What? I have a pair of bonds and, uh... True top acids on ledges. What? Like, Kyle's a fucking... He's so rad. And he's, like, also, like, the nicest dude. Like, insanely, like, well-dressed, awesome dude you know like he's just a rat but um when I, I was imagine an industrial designer being well dressed yeah he's he's got great glasses like whenever you know what i mean like <laughs> <laughs> he's always got like the sweetest glasses so what are you cooking up <laughs> well we've just been chatting like like because i i go i have like rollerblade twisters and i have a like a power blading setup you know like a 80 flat on shadow setup and all this, you know, like I play hockey. Yeah. And it's just, why not try to help 
those industries, like those are actual like industries where they're selling lots of skates, there's marketing budgets, like why not try to build that up and build like a new kind of, you know, like a BMAG or a one or whatever, like a lifestyle fucking site surrounding like a whole, the whole picture, you know, not just like this little microcosm of a microcosm, but actually just being like, look, dude, there's wheels attached to people and these are all the possibilities, not just like we like to grind and jump big shit, but like just people that like to put wheels on their body because that's fucking weird, you know? <laughs> that's a really good, I'm surprised that doesn't exist. It Why doesn't does that not exist yet. Dude, I have no idea. So I shouldn't even be saying this, you <laughs> ambitious fucks out there. You better not try to bite my shit. Doesn't matter too. Mine's gonna be the dopest shit. <laughs> but I was just saying, like, if we like, you have to address that, like, because when you Google rollerblade, like, it the shit comes up. You know what I mean? Like, rec skating, fitness skating, hockey, all these things are attached to our what our culture is and how it's communicated to other people and it's like why not help those motherfuckers look rad as fuck like why not make a footage tape for fucking fitness skating and go down to like Colombia and skate down mountains and coffee country <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and like just make that shit look fucking proper because if you look at like like roller I don't know I, I don't know how much I could talk about like the actual like rollerblade brand because I'm working with them now but like yeah see because I I well, I just worked with a, an inline skating brand, and see, not a rollerblading brand, but an inline skating brand uh, called K2. Recently, right. they don't okay. make rollerblades; they make inline they skates. Inline skates. Yeah. Um, and I kind of went through like a similar thing that you've just done, uh, but from like a video perspective. And every time I I go, I've only done this is my second time, um, and it really gets me thinking about like the broader, broader, like broad picture of skating. Yeah, and uh, it—if you were to think of like a cycle for the sales of skates, it's gotta be through a dip and on the light upslope. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but going to Vancouver, lots of people still use rollerblades in Vancouver, um, yeah. like uh, from a fitness perspective. But lots of people have skates that are like four or five years old, and they're not educated with that, and they haven't tried anything new that, no. that could be better. But um. That's yeah, they uh, buy like those really, really bad like you know those really bad rec skates you can buy with like the plastic wheels and shit. No. Yeah. Well, they, oh they, yeah. Well, there's a I lot mean, of people like, in old skates, even if it's like yeah, that too. It's... just like they grab their skates out of their garage or something like that right. and reuse them. But uh, I'm really surprised that nothing exists in terms of uh, a B Meg for all skating. Right, so maybe you know, maybe fucking you can get down on this uh, this project with us, man. Like, there's no, that's another thing. Like, there's not like everybody always bitches and moans about roller news, right? Like, everybody's like, ah, oh, fucking roller news. Like, this guy just sits in France collecting checks and blah blah. blah. And it's like nobody's made something better. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And they still like you can control where your Vimeos are sent and your YouTubes are sent. Like you can control that shit. Like if you don't want it to play on RollerNews.com, you type that shit in and you can't fucking put it on there. And it'll still like do a screen grab and a link to it. But like a lot of people that talk shit are writing for companies that don't like actually try to change the Roller News dilemma. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how I mean, I still check Roller News. It's a great. So do I. It's a great place to find good shit. And you know every edit is up there. Like well, yeah. Within, like, minutes of, I mean, at least that day, I don't have to, like, 
comb social networks, if no. there's a new Shadow edit or a new SSM edit or a new Volo edit, it's going to go up there. Right. So, unfortunately, that's yeah. where I still go. Bro, and, you're a fucking traitor to the game. <laughs> you're killing our sport. By Bad. checking Roller News? <laughs> there's people that think this way. and I mean, rightly so. I think that people... I think that the guy needs to definitely regulate the commentary. Like, if he made it where you had to sign in or create some sort of username or accountability for the type of shit that people say on there, I think it would help a lot of people's perspective. Because the fact that, like, I could go on there right now as a guest and just completely, like, be the biggest fucking piece of shit asshole in the world, like, repeatedly. Yep. And that's, that's not regulated. Like, that sucks, dude. Like, I know the internet's all about free speech and all this shit, but it's like, our. Like, we're small enough where it's like, yo, dude, like, you're fucking, that's lame, you're hurting people's feelings. <laughs> that's yeah. why, uh, that's why that site thrives on the, uh, the negative comments, and I still stand by my theory yeah. that, that people that work for Roller News could generate some of the negative comments. Just to get the fucking just, hype just up? keep interest. And I think in that's the future, so that's a what? Like if- if that's happening, if that's happening, if, if that's actually happening, whoever's doing that, you're a corny sack of shit. <laughs> fucking bail. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it could just be that there are people that, I mean... I think there are, man. Like, yeah. Like, kids are growing up in this fucking environment where, like, that shit is just normal. And, you know what I mean? Like, trolling is, like, fucking evil. Yeah. But it's like, if you get upset by it, like, it's just like, oh, bro, it's just trolling, bro. Like, don't get so offended. And it's like, okay, but this person just, like, told me to go kill myself and that, like, my entire belief pattern in life is, like, whack. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, like, a much harsher fucking abrasive way. And it's, I don't know, man. Little, like, I, I'm glad I'm too old to, like, give a shit about that. But I can't imagine, like, being a kid coming up and skating and dropping an edit and, like, like really feeling it and then like putting it on the internet and <laughs> like people just dogging you out immediately. Oh. Gotta suck, dude. It's it's the chances of of like when you're anywhere from like 14 to mm, for me it was like 21, 22 ish. Like I I made lots of stuff, but not it wasn't interesting. And I would send stuff out to companies and everything. Like I made somewhat garbagey stuff and I wasn't that good at skating. Lucy, come on. Maybe she's agreeing that the shit was terrible. But um I can only imagine now like I put up I put up I try and put up everything that we've ever made and uh yeah, yeah I can't imagine it it in some ways it could make you make better stuff. Right. But in in other ways it could make you uh make Stuff that you think is better, but clinically depressed. <laughs> yeah, and uh... <laughs> you guys are good at handling it. Like you guys get fucking hazed hard, bro. Like you guys, like sometimes, like, like, but you guys know it's coming, and you like see the, like how fucking ridiculous the people are. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope that you know, if if they are hurting your feelings, fuck them, dude. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I think the the only ones that have ever hurt the most have been. Uh, have been the ones where it's like people that you know that are your friends and that they like that they've liked a bunch of stuff and then they just haven't liked this one thing mm. those, those are the ones and it's not even that it hurts it's like it really makes you think like oh shit well maybe 
have to do something different. There was one, there was a, um, this one, I remember it got me really mad, but it's still stuck. There was a, um, Dave Lang comment before I knew who Dave Lang was. Yeah. Uh, Dave Lang commented years and years and years ago on, on like my part killers section. <laughs> and he called it, yeah. it was something like, what is this? Some pseudo Dustin Latimer bullshit unoriginal uh, not creative or something like that and then i remember talking to some guy online uh who i think escape life.tv i can't remember his name photographer dude and then, uh no uh, a different dude and and uh i said something about like dave lang's killing it right now and then uh i can't remember if it was dave lang or someone it's like <laughs> dave lang was like that guy probably hates me about me and he's like i said something uh so bad years ago and he probably still remembers it and then he like he apologized like years later and uh it was an amazing like full circle of an internet comment that uh that that was the worst one and then it actually resolved itself and then the other one was dustin werbeski really didn't like um we made that todd ramsday edit and it was really like uh normal real life documentary style and i remember that that one like stuck because I really respected what's that Dustin hated on it he no it was like a really good constructive criticism it wasn't even like a hate it's like the (sighs) constructive criticisms um that's like Dave Lang there was some intelligence to his comment it wasn't like straight up hate it I mean it had swear words and stuff and Dustin's was also like a really good constructive and that that's the stuff that always sticks the regular hate is like I expect it, and sometimes what people think is hate is exactly what we're trying to do, which that's controversial in itself, because I never want people to think that we're doing something just to get a rise out of people, (laughs) which (laughs) I guess sometimes we have done, but... Yeah, but that's... Dude, you guys... I love your shit. It's so fucking refreshing. Like, I've been so tired of skating lately, dude. Like, I, I, like, watch edits, and I'm just like, oh, my God, dude, like... I haven't even seen this person's face, and it's been a minute and a half. Like, I need to know who this person is. I don't give a shit that they can do back, backslide to top acid to fucking true misery. You know what I mean? It's like, I need to know more than just this person can do tricks for a minute and a half, bro. Yeah, like, I was going to ask you, what are you, what have you uh, connected with lately? Because I'm trying to think myself. You go first, but I'm trying to think. Dude, that's tough. Bill, Bill, Billy O'Neill. Okay, yeah. Um, that's that, how you fucking like it just like on some like straight skating shit, like not trying to fucking. I mean, he was creative too, but like just on some being a savage, badass, fucking aggressive rollerblader. <laughs> absolutely, Yo, and it came up. I nailed it, dude. Yeah, and I was not. I don't think anybody was expecting it because he was kind of like he had tricks and edits and things. He's but, he's been telling me for the past six months that he was gonna drop his best section to date. It was absolutely. And he fucking did. Like I, cause I like when he was telling me this, I was like, like damn, I hope he's not Don King me to the like where I'm gonna get too <laughs> hype and then like, I'm gonna be let down. You know, it's gonna be like pretty good, but you know. And then there's that awkward like, yeah, it was it was good. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> that shit was like legitimately 
fucking rad. Like, just a, a an awesome fucking part. And, like, the intro was hard as fuck, too. Just slamming beers with the boys, dude. Like, yeah, it, you know what? Just murder. It didn't come off as, as, like, sometimes, like, that stuff comes off as contrived and try hard, but it actually, it all came together. Like, it all felt like how it was supposed to feel. And I think well, so, that, so is that Malcolm, Malcolm Hurd? Is that his name? Um, yes. Yes. The, does he do all those edits? I really like. He has a really good grasp from like a he editing and filming the, perspective. I think that those dudes are just. Um, this one's so fucking weird. They're very real. Like they're just like like skating. Like they're just fucking like their friends. They like skating. They like music, and that's like. But they really actually like. Like it's not like bullshit. Like they like actually fucking are heavily involved and like enjoy the music they're listening to, their friendships and skating. You know, it's not like. I don't know. It's honest. Their shit is honest. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, you're breaking yeah. up. Oh, we'll take a quick five minute break, and uh, yeah. but I got honest. We're gonna talk more about Haitian Meg when we come okay. back. Yeah. Okay. Haitian Meg. I'm just gonna, Haitian Meg. Uh, I need to say that their stuff reminds me so much. I don't know how old they are, but I know that uh, there was a really long period in my life, probably six or uh, six or seven solid years, where it was like drinking beer, smoking pot, watching skate videos, working a shitty job, thinking about skating, talking about skating, going out and filming, and pretty much just like living it and making videos yeah. and i totally i feel it to fully like with haitian meg that that's there's no bullshit that's they're living skating oh they're living it completely 100 dedicated and that's why their stuff is so good that's exactly why it's good because they fucking actually like skating yeah there's no hidden agenda it's just like they're just like documenting their life and, and their we're life is sweet <laughs> we're really lucky that they're doing it because in the internet age we get to see way more than than if we were still in like the VHS DVD era we would yeah. have had to wait like every so, year or two for a full video from them you know yeah. and their magazine's amazing have you seen the magazine dude I, every single time that magazine comes out i buy it immediately it's so good i i hope uh, <laughs> i still have to message them i want to uh i want to order some shirts i don't know like i mean their street cred might go down if I'm rocking a Haitian Meg shirt in one of our videos, but we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't think their street cred is gonna. Get, they're, dude, those guys love Rory Mellahan. You know what I mean? Ro- oh, don't so like get they, they get it, man. They're like, maybe they haven't covered it directly or whatever, but like, you know, those dudes aren't like. Well, there's people to- who do a much better version of what, what we've always tried to do, and Rory Mellahan's definitely. One of them. Dude, like, Roy's the, he's so awesome. <laughs> I think I is, <laughs> he may be a fellow Irishman as well. I can't remember if I've ever said this on the podcast, but I, f- I feel like the Irish are uh, pretty good at rollerblading. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> Billy O'Neill is a fellow Irishman. We had like full conversation about being Irish. What about Patrick? Patrick Lennon. Patrick Lennon. <laughs> Rory... <laughs> Rory Melahan, Patrick uh, Lennon, Billy, Billy O'Neill. There's uh, a lot of good Irish rollerbladers. Is Sean Cullen Irish? Sean Cullen's a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Zetron 7 billion, dude. He's the fucking 
ultimate warlord of rollerblading. He's so much better at skating than everybody. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, he fucking just he like he's all controversial. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody like wants to like say some crazy story about Sean, but when it comes down to it, Sean's so much better than everybody. Has anyone ever done a two seventy uh, back fast slide? Like uh, to that, like the length that he did it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the silver rail in England or whatever. Yeah, he did a bunch of crazy shit at that spot. The underside Macchio too. Those two tricks in a row. That was like the most epic shit ever. Didn't he do? Did he maybe? I I don't know if I remember this correctly, but did he do like 360 or 270 mistrial on that rail too? Yes. Oh man. That was kind of a cool idea. There was some people who said that he built like the entire video around that one session, and there's a, that's not completely true. But I did like that idea that I there was like everything building up to that one moment in the video. You know, that it's like a really good reminder that section. what's that? Like it, especially if it would have been like a spontaneous section. Like if he just ripped one, one day and was like, "Yo, I'm gonna build a video around today." <laughs> Like That's I what it was, murdered, wasn't it? I murdered that spot so hard that I'm making a full video just to lead up to that session. <laughs> and didn't he like he 540 the set too, just just for good measure, like a nice mute 540 over the set or something? Yeah, yeah, he did, man. God damn! I one thing I still don't agree with in that video, but it's it's whatever he wants to do. He just punches a random person in the face in that video. We don't know if it was a random person. That's true. That's true. Well, if it was like an actor or if it was staged, it was really well done. Maybe they well were talking done. shit the whole time. That's true. Sean's not the type of dude that like just sits or like if somebody comes around talking shit about whatever, doesn't yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna get punched or confronted in some some form or fashion. Uh, Frank really inspired me um, talking to him earlier that about the word uh, rollerblading. That yeah. that if that. If he says that he he doesn't say that he skates, he says that he's a rollerblader and he tries to make he tries to specifically say rollerblader instead of and he tries to correct people if they if if they say skating and they think that he's a skateboarder and I thought that was like I don't know that was really inspiring to me because I I still have like that that chip on my shoulder about the word but um, he he really helped me come to accept that I think that's the word for what we do. And I think that's going to be the word for the, for the rest of, at least while I'm alive. I think it's going to be rollerblading and a rollerblader. I don't think it's ever going to change. You know, back to our friend, Mr. O'Neill. Oh, yes. He, he thinks that that was supposed to be Irish and it came out. It was, it was more, that was more uh, British, I think. Yeah. You know, somewhere over there in those little islands. Um, he he's very militant about the use of the word skating, like in a literal sense. You know, like yeah. if you're going to go skateboard around, you're going skateboarding. Yeah. Like you're not going skating, you're going skateboarding. If you're on skates, you're going skating. So he he just loves the word skating. <laughs> that's and that's what I said. It's like it's weird that if you were to go, or I don't know if I said this today, but I've said it before. Like if you were to go ice skating with your family, you're going skating. Yeah. Right. But why? Why is it? What the fuck is it with society that when you say, "Oh, I was skating the other day," and they're like, "Like skateboarding," <laughs> like why is that society's response to "I was skating the other day" or "I was skating today"? Like, like skateboarding? Like, what? No, like, did I say like skateboarding, bitch? Like, <laughs> skating. 
It is oh, skating. It is but, skating. We have skates on. We are going skating. Skateboarders but, are going fucking skateboarding. <laughs> rollerblading is going to be what it is, I think. Rollerblading is... That's a tough one, man. Like, there's all kinds of other, you know, legal issues with that word. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't get into not, that one. <laughs> oh, you can't get into that one. I was going to ask you about I, that. I know that... Well, I don't know. I, I can't. I, I, uh, yeah. Okay, I was going to ask you about that, but... Um, I mean, it's legally their name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Inline Skates started, they made a brand called Rollerblade. Yeah. That's... I think that works against rollerblades and rollerblading. But that's not... I mean, do, do you call it a Kleenex or a tissue? Right. I mean, we had the... Yeah. I mean... I wonder if it would ever get to the point... Um, like years think, and years and years down the road where that word was like open source I don't know see there's a I think there's some sort of like legal danger with that like they mm. can like I see I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. yeah I no we don't have to talk about this. this question but I don't yeah know yeah <laughs> we yeah we wouldn't talk yeah we'll we'll leave the the big up company stuff out of the whole not, thing yeah I, I mean let me let me I but I, I feel like they get a really harsh fucking rep- like Rollerway has a bad reputation, you know. I don't. Uh, I don't personally. Me, in- I don't think so. I think especially in the last uh, few years, like Sizemore and David, yeah, nailing it. Yeah, that's Rob true. D. Heiser, like for me and for my interpretation, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good things. Oh, and that Greg dude. Definitely. Greg's so ill, dude. I got to skate with that guy in New York, and it's 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 fun to watch him skate, man. Um, he probably has next to the ATL Water Park tour. I think he has the like the second biggest, well-known skating. The, cl- the yeah, the salt mine, the hill, the bombing down the salt. He's mine. got multiple edits with like hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah, there's something there. Like uh, I've posted before, like how on uh, there's those two Seba. Edits. There's the India one, and then oh there's God, the uh, fucking amazing. The China one. That yeah. The, those are in you know like the the hundreds of thousands of views. And there's yeah. something about that kind of skating that's way more accessible uh, to a large group of people. And I we kind of talked about this earlier, but I was trying to say that like that skating in the future could be a combination of of that like kind of a, a freestyle or mixing with slalom mixed with grinds. But I do. Absolutely. The two I mean, are going to be separate. You can just have multiple pairs of skates. Yeah, like, I think that that's more accurate, probably. Like but, every, it's all so like, dude, putting on eighty millimeter flat and hauling ass around downtown Atlanta is like, like I would much rather do that than go to the fucking skate park right now. Yeah, you know, like bombing hills and skitching and it's true, just ripping fakie. Like, taking, like, really sharp turns fakey is just, like, fucking, it's awesome. It feels fucking good. Like, I've, it makes you smile and laugh. and Definitely. You know, like, anybody who, like, I hate that fucking people hate on that. Like, public, like, people hate on, like, I don't know if it's the idea of rollerblading or the name or, like, what it is. But, like, the fact that people are hating on rollerblading in general when they are rollerbladers is fucking so dumb to me. That one's really weird. I think that's a... <clears throat> There's a few like mixed up parts there, where like uh, people didn't like the idea of it, like a brand name being attached to putting bigger wheels on skates. Right. Brand name or not, I really liked the idea of of big wheel skating being like accessible to aggressive skates. 
But I think yeah. the bigger one is uh, like the uh, the aftermath of like the Senate marketing campaign that yeah. we all came from, and and that was that. Yeah. Uh, if you're an aggressive skater, you don't you like what is it? We have a lot to be angry about. Uh, fitness or rec skating and roller hockey and and that attitude comes from there and then that's like that's the borrowing of the original like i guess the skateboarding ideal you know where that sucks man i mean in some ways that elitism is is important like for strength and and everything like that but it's kind of bit us in the ass. Yeah, but but at the same time just like you were just saying like if you look at the fucking edits of those dudes on Sebas cruising around India, they have hundreds of thousands of views. Like, yeah. you, you, Billy O'Neill has like this best fucking street part that's come out in a long time. It's got like forty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's, what I mean. Like, yeah. you can talk all the shit you want and like be a, opposed to people fucking having fun or whatever that the fuck you're against, but like, they're doing a better job than you are. <laughs> and this is where uh, we talked about this. We've recorded a really good podcast on the way to Kelowna. It was Leon Todd and I, and we were talking about how uh, it's really surprising that that um, like without taking any sides to any company or anything like that. But we were really surprised that like I know Julio had that tweet or whatever the Instagram about powerblading, but it's it's interesting that um, that a company wouldn't make like a big wheel option for possibly a kid who wants to buy a complete pair of volos i don't know that idea of like dude i've, that, dude, I've said for years if if they made a like a dope female skate with like an exercise version of a volo with like a sick ass fucking skin that was all like a cute sneaker for chicks like i'd buy that for my fucking girl immediately like, oh <laughs> i was saying to uh to mr powell from k2 that i get i had these filming skates that it was uh Mr. Powell's the man, by the way. Hi, Mr. Powell. He is the man. I think he'll pro- he might be listening to this one. He yeah. really, really enjoyed uh, your last one, and he's also a big fan. Dude, he's the the weird word we bro down hard. We're good friends. I love he's, that guy. Uh, he's an amazing person, and we're I'm really hoping we didn't have time to record one, but I'm really hoping to get him on the podcast. That would be great, dude. You should try to get fucking uh, Jeremy Stonier or fucking Tom Heiser on here too, man. Who? What was the first? Who was the first one? Tom Heiser. No, Jeremy. Jeremy Stonier. He's the president of Rollerblade, or the co-president of Rollerblade. Wow. Do you think? I wonder if he'd ever do it. I don't know. It's, I don't it's know always such a weird there. position for like for Tom or Mike. It's always such a weird position because like these are unedited. So yeah. I don't know. Like, or I guess you could do an edited version. But like, just Mike, his his like knowledge of uh, his experience of like a very specific time in skate history. Yeah. is would be amazing uh yeah holy well hopefully mike and tom heiser eventually but what i was gonna say is i had these pair of like filming skates and they were the like black k2 varsities with the soul plate taken off and power blade frames and Sick. people asked all the time like what they were and where i got them and it was like as soon as a skate looked more like a shoe and less like a skate. Yeah. It was like more people complimented them. And a lot of people thought that it was like something new. They thought that like <laughs> they weren't rollerblades. They thought that it was like some new 
shoe with wheels thing. Right. And it was just because of the way that they looked. And I, I don't know, it made me think of that, that they're just like, yeah, like a female skate that looked like a, like a badass shoe. Yeah, that'd be with sick. some wheels on it. I don't, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? <laughs> like, I like. There's hundreds of thousands of people that like to rollerblade. Like, why not try to fucking sell those people skates and then use that money to pay your fucking street riders to go fucking help our shit out? Like, that exactly. Seems... <laughs> I don't. That idea of like being so core to the point that that you're a dick. you're hurting, or <laughs> that that like you're that you're okay maybe hurting and not selling as many skates. Yeah. Like that, the whole idea of selling out, like the older that you get there, I mean, that's a gray area, but um, isn't there a way of like not selling out, but... Why not just like make the other, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it it that you're selling out? You know what I mean? Like, who are you selling out? Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's selling out if the stuff that, you're really into becomes mediocre. It's like if you were to own a company and sell skates for a larger market, but your street park, whatever department, if that doesn't change at all, if it'll, if it only gets better from the funding from other departments, I don't see why that's bad, but I don't know. A lot of people will disagree with this conversation. (sighs) It's well, it's a touchy one. It's a touchy one. But that's because look right now, like there's like we talked about earlier, there's no, there's nothing, there's no cool media coming out of any of those things. So like you can't even like, like you and I can picture these things because we know how to make those things look better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we could enhance the entire communication of what it means to rollerblade. But like for somebody that's just like a fucking burly street skating drunk badass, like they don't. They can't see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, they're not thinking about that. They're just, like, opposed to it. You it's know? weird, though, because those Seba edits and the... How do you say his last name? Mizorian? Greg? I think it's Greg Mirsoyan. Mi- Greg Mirsoyan. 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 His edits and <laughs> those Seba edits occupy some kind of weird space between the stuff that street skaters don't like and do like and i swear there's something there like yeah that's the key to the whole fucking i mean if <laughs> you know if there's a puzzle that's a huge piece that's well i'm like, like hey can... we could make money and not have to like be in the x games like we can just fucking sell to rec skaters and make their shit look way cooler by like having these dudes fly around india and jump over cows <laughs> and there's numbers there too like i mean it's not a massive amount of views but it's way more than what you use, what you would normally see in an aggressive skating I, edit, and I don't know, like, if that translates completely into dollars, but I know for a fact that there's lots of eyeballs. Fucking, dude, it translates into dollars, man. After like my the Olympus thing got forty thousand hits, I get hit up by a water company, and oh, they tried yeah. to give me ten Gs, dude. Like, oh, yeah. for, uh, you know what I mean? Like, just to, like have an event. Like, yeah. when you. Like, I, I don't know. It sucks because there's people that have hundreds of thousands of views on their edits. And if they properly approach the right kind of companies, like, they could get fucking shetty off that shit. That, uh, did, did Greg talk at all about that? Or did you hear much, like, about what happened after that, the bombing down the salt mine? That it, that, that was a huge video and they, like, made an app around it and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't what? know. He's just kind of the main. 
Like yeah. he's not he's not like the kind of dude that would fucking be like, yeah, after that this happened. Like he's just like kind of quiet and like rips and keeps it really cool. Like he <laughs> he's just a cool dude. <laughs> so is he he's like a he's like a professional skater but also a photographer. Like does he work for Rollerblade? He works for Rollerblade. He makes like 90% of their content for the European guys. Yeah. Oh, that's so goes, badass. He, he travels out to like rec and fitness events and does demos and like he works hard dude and like he'll be he'll get sent on these events to like do photos or video or whatever and then he also like while he's there has to put out a new like greg edit oh he has to do- he wow like when he was in new york like he was there to like help film um and produce content for the the lookbook and all that shit but he also needed to put out a fucking edit <laughs> His, uh, I find that weird. There are people actually who hate on his stuff that are like street skaters. I find that weird too. I don't get that. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I know people that like are opposed to the type of shit that you guys do and Greg does, and I don't get it either, man. Like, it's just, I, I have no, I can't put a finger on it. It's, uh, <laughs> like, I know. Well, I don't I even see... have an assumption about it. What's that? Like, I don't even like have an assumption. I think they're just being fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think... They're being skateboarders. They're just like, fuck rollerblading, that kind of rollerblading. But like, my kind of rollerblading is shit. But fuck those guys. I don't like how they have fun. The only cool way to have fun is how I have fun. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. It could be an age thing, too. Like, I remember being... Uh... Some sections, as I got older, got more interesting. Like, I used to be a little bit more close-minded when I was younger, so that could be something. But, yeah, that's um, true. And and a lot changed when I started trying different skates, because I I even remember, like, when I would go rec skating or try to go rec skating, I would use my aggressive skates. Even though they felt like shit, I thought I was like, right. you know, this is my religion, I have to represent yeah. it or whatever. I used to play hockey in them. In aggressive skates? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, like K2 fatties, dude. Like, just fucking... I played defense, though, you know? Actually, those wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, that was my position. Defense. Yeah. That Those aren't too bad. Those aren't too bad. So, you didn't even try the Shadow 2.0s? Like... Dude, the materials were fucking horseshit. Like, it... <laughs> really? Yeah, like, I, like, they felt... Like, I could just snap it in half or something. Like, it felt like glass. You know what I, I mean? Like, the plastic was, like, really super hard. And yeah. it just felt like... I don't know, man. I'm a fucking, like... Shadow, the original Shadow just fucking works for me, man. And I, I think I'm just not... Like, it, I, I skated them for eight years. <laughs> so yeah. I just think that I don't like anything else. <laughs> Did, what about trying, like... I guess since they're the wrong size, what about trying the one-piece sole plate with, like, the old cuff and padding and everything? Yeah, see, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind trying that. That, that does sound. I think enjoyable. that's what some people are doing. Yeah, I think um, that's what Dustin does. That I believe. Yeah, I think I, a lot of them actually yeah, do that. Yeah. How could they fuck? Oh, that's too bad. It like, was so the, weird because the that's padding felt horrible and shit too, man. Like it was just like, I don't know. It that was, was just... the skate that I should have been excited to try, and then I just wasn't. Oh, at dude, all. I was so excited to try them, but then they're the wrong size, and I was impatient, and like. I was with <laughs> I was with Billy for like a week in New York, and we were just drinking beers, and he was, you know, giving me the fucking full Shima spiel. Oh, <laughs> and, he's, and he's a very convincing 
yeah. individual. And like I believe what I believe in like what those guys are doing. Like they make fucking rad shit. They love skating. They rip. Like they're like they're fucking rad. I like those. All the dudes on the team, like the Shima guys, are like all just really solid, nice, rad dudes. <laughs> is, you know? so is I was that, like wanted to be a part of that. I just can't fuck with the skates. Is uh is Bina on Jado or or SSM? I don't know. I'm but a I big, like that guy. That guy is awesome. He's awesome, dude. He's, He's it's rad because they're young, dude. Oh, so they were all the honey baked people, right? Honey baked, uh, pretty <laughs> kind of like turned into Haitian. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I no, they're just like the young, like somehow those kids exist in rollerblading. Like, I don't know where they learned about rollerblading. <laughs> but I was thinking exist. about that they're today. Just, they're just, they're like the only dudes that get it. Like what? they're the Billy calls them the final hope. <laughs> <laughs> and they are, dude. They're fucking. Yo, you know what's fucking awesome? It's awesome that some fucking rad little like kids that, you know, I'm sure like people have their opinions about them. Those kids came out, put together a magazine. They put out two in less than a year. And there's other magazines that don't do that that yeah. are being run by people that have been in the industry for fucking years. I and the magazine's awesome too. It comes the from like better than fucking any other magazine. Yeah, it's really good. It 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 it's really impressive. That was another thing. Fuck that podcast that it didn't work because it was in a car. But we were talking about that uh, that magazine, uh, how good it was. It's so good. I'm looking at it right now. It's just incredible. Smoke, crack, blade, bird. <laughs> I want them. Did they make shirts of that? Because like, I love that. I hope so. <laughs> the funniest part is there was like that edit of them skating Woodward and that like they actually can skate vert, which like that blew me away. Yeah, those dudes, that, they can all skate. Like really, really well. well. <laughs> really fucking well. Everything. Not, like, have a cool like gimmick like those dudes fucking rip yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder how that's gonna evolve i always reflect on that because it's like whether uh people don't like what we do now that's it came from an evolution like that you eventually you get older and you have you slowly become an adult and somehow you have to continue skating and that whatever you put out will reflect like what's going on in your life so that's how like our videos change. I'd love to see like where Haitian Meg or like that group of people what they're going to be producing like if they're still friends in their like late twenties. Yeah, what that'll be like, you know? Because I hope, dude, I hope they stick with it, man. That would be a cool fucking journey to watch. <laughs> and yeah. it's something like it's fun to be like an older dude and be able to like watch that and like reflect on like our early age you know like like you were saying earlier like they're just like you've been in that point in your life where all you were doing was fucking getting faded and skating and like it's fun to watch kids actually doing that because you know how much fun they're having like they're just <laughs> i don't know oh it's yeah their like, their perception of the world is uh it comes through in those videos that yeah. that it's like they're living it they're not there's not too many other things that bother you. No. There's a stubbornness to it. 
that it's like, oh man, it's like my belief in skating hasn't changed at all. It's just, uh, hmm, how do I even explain that? Like you can really feel. You're just old. <laughs> I know, We're fuck. fucking old. That's all it is. We're just not cool anymore. Those yeah. dudes are just cool. It's <laughs> true. The, you know what I mean? It's true. Like, no, we're cool older dudes, but like those dudes are like actually legitimately still fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's true. Like it's um, dude, dude rollerblading still exists, and we don't have any fucking like huge corporate backing and shit. We still have magazines and videos and shit. It's like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, not only that, but there's still some big companies who who uh, make skates who I. Th- I never like I'll never know what goes on behind closed doors, but not that it would explode again. But there's people who have a very tiny investment. That if it did, I always think about that. Those dudes that might fucking become overlords. <laughs> that, <laughs> I think if that happened, I'd I'd leave. I'm. You know what? <laughs> not like in a bad, like mean or angry way. I'd just be like, oh fuck, thank God, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> <laughs> like, can move on now. Everything's gonna be fine. It's the best time for skating ever, too. It is, dude. It's fucking rad. We have complete one hundred percent creative control over everything that we do. Yeah. Like, there's no like you said earlier. Like, if even people like Tom and those dudes have to come on the podcast, like, oh, I guess we have to control what we say about like professional relationships with them. But like, you can just make a podcast. Yep. And people fucking respect the shit out of it. And they love it. And if they didn't. You'd probably quit making it, you know. Like everything that exists in rollerblading. Well, I hate to say that. There's some really bad shit, <laughs> but like everything that's embraced currently in rollerblading is fucking awesome. Well, and it's all <laughs> relative. I mean, people could be thinking you're talking to someone who makes some of the baddest of the bad shit. There's so much bad shit, dude. I'm trying to think of like stuff that's bad. I don't know. There's just shit that's like. I think there's a lot of positions that are being held by people that aren't really trying anymore. I don't yeah. want to talk shit. But, yeah, that's true. You know. Maybe we won't just... go there. Or we could go kind of there if you want. You want to go there? Well, I, don't I don't know if I want to go there. I don't know. I don't maybe. have time to deal with, like, drama. <laughs> yeah. But I wish, I've, man, I was thinking about the other day because I, I used to be, like, I would, like, I was kind of a, a fucking... I would I was I would talk shit to people, you know, I would talk shit publicly about companies and like I wrote a story on B Mag, it was called Freestyle Golfing. <laughs> uh, it sounds so good. It, it was like right in the middle of the B Unique like heyday. Like it was like B Unique was the fucking biggest brand and like everybody was on this freestyle rolling shit. So I was like I just thought it'd be funny to poke fun at like how serious that I like everybody was being about it. So we, me, Walt, and Mike McMullen went out golfing with Jero and shot photos and like <laughs> funny ass shit. It's still online. It's actually really, really great. No, but that, um, you know what? We just clowned how serious it was. It was a whole article called Freestyle Golfing. And I wish I still had the balls to like just go at people like that. That's a, uh, you know what? That to me, that's not even talking shit in my opinion. Lucy, hey, hey, hey. Lucy, it's satire, it's, right? And uh, we've we've thought a lot. Like, it's we only have enough time. Like lately, I I think 
in the coming year and the year after, I think we'll be more settled to do more shit. But right now it's like just we can just do podcasts yeah. and like work on whatever the next video is. And that's a, maybe articles once in a while. But yeah. we've always had lots of like really interesting ideas. That stuff is so important. Todd and I talk about that all the time. Like mockery of yeah. of of uh yeah, the the satire stuff. Satire is the best word for it, but like mockery of it and ho- hopefully without offending anybody too much or without stirring up too much drama, but that is so important that sense of humor about A sense of humor of <laughs> I still think like that's something that that we always tried to do is like the not taking yourself too seriously was like rollerblading really like, took itself seriously, especially still- <laughs> the mind game days, man, there was, those were oh dark God. days. Like the, the product page on the front of outer line in like the mid two thousands, there wasn't even color. Like you couldn't even buy <laughs> shirts that were colors or skates that had colors or wheels that had colors you could only get and it wasn't just mind game it was like all companies it was like you could only get skates that were like black or white or gray and and like and like that the kfc video and the mind game video like there was so much black and white yeah and and serious like i don't know that sense of humor was the missing. Tr- the tricks were there it's like the tricks were serious it was it was like, <laughs> like <laughs> it was uh progression was wise poor. There was amazing. <laughs> What's that? We were trying to prove that we weren't gay, dude. Yeah, it was extreme. Like, it bro, was... we only wear black and white. We do big five forties. Clearly, we're not homosexuals. <laughs> Skateboarders got it wrong. Skateboarders got it wrong. We are so masculine. Black, white, five forties. Holler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah, rollerbladers love extremes. There was like a when Jacob pointed out that we went from like massive um see i'm bringing it to pants but it was funny that it that pants went from like so massive yeah to so small that yeah there's even that fucking that little intro to chris fucking cheshire section oh it was so weird that it had to, <laughs> like there had to be like those things are, you know Dude, like, that's part of our culture man pants <laughs> are a huge part of our culture it makes perfect sense we use our legs yeah the, it's mobility true. of our legs is important. Pants are a big deal. And we film ourselves, so we got to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true. Whether we like it or not, pants, they are important. They need to... <laughs> it's true. You know those, like, um, you know those, like, those, like, political rollerblading culture industry statements or whatever Where? that people Where is tried this to happening? do. I need to see that. What's that? <laughs> I want to see one of those. I think I say those a lot. No, but like uh, good one? the ones that don't work very well. Like there was the oh. Chris. There was like uh, that Chris Cheshire one was kind of one like where he was announcing that, that you know he had you gone like, from baggy like to barely t- dead. <laughs> so yeah, well, not like I need to. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. But uh, remember when? When uh, we may have talked about this on one of the podcasts, but when Aragon, yeah, we did talk about this when he like burned the the Abel oh, advertisement. Yeah. yeah, that stuff's so funny to me that Dude. it's like it's people taking things seriously in the tiniest little industry with no sense of humor at all. It was like, what was that? His ego section or something where he like he burned the advertisement. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was so pissed. Like, uh, that stuff. Oh, hold on. Hold on one second. Hey, Cairo. Cairo, turn that down a little bit, buddy. <laughs> my son's watching Johnny Test. Oh, I can't even hear it too much on my okay. end, so it's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. I have coffee. Yeah, he was. He, people always fucking do that shit. Rollerblading's not serious, dude. Like, our friendships that we develop because we rollerblade together are pretty fucking serious, you know? Yeah. And I guess if you make, like, a financial investment into, like, a manufacturing company, that's pretty serious. But, like, I don't know. I've always been a big fan of, like, the awkwardness and the comedy of rollerblading, man. That's the fucking, like, there, I was talking about this with maybe Jero the other day. Like, nobody can do, like, when we purposefully act, like, like silly or awkward or funny on our skates, you know? Like, when you, like, come off a trick wrong and you, like, just, like, like st- stiffen your back and like make a funny face to the camp. You know what I mean? Oh, I've yeah. I've like, always wanted to make a full video of that. Like, dude, that's the funniest shit. And like, because you can pose and you can freeze, and then you're still moving. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of. Did you watch any of those? Uh, when they made those drunk blading edits? Oh, those are the best. That's... Those are the same fucking dudes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no art. Uh, that's like strange creatures, strange creatures, which I think those two, those, those two tribes are, they, the uh, they powwow together, don't they? Those two tribes. Yeah, dude. Um, they like each other and they just give each other the nod, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, those, those are probably like the two big tribes in skating, like influence wise right now is Haitian Meg and strange creatures. And David like, Sizemore. <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, he's isn't he, hasn't he kind of like he's been absorbed? He's kind of been. I think him and Alex have like figured out that like they're the only. I don't know. I think like him and Alex are growing down super hard right now. That is really good news for uh, for street skating. Yeah, it is. Holy fuck! Um, I'm choked. What's that? It, oh, so that's not. <laughs> not not that you'll be able to say anything about this, but um, I would think now. Oh, sorry, I'm going to speculate that David Sizemore would be in that KC Mo, or how do you say it? Yeah, it's KC Mo. Yes. Um, I I would Stands hope. For Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. KC Mo. I hope that video comes out by Christmas. I'm sure it will. Dude, think about that video. You think about that video. I think about that video a lot. I think that's going to be like one of the bigger videos that's ever happened in skating. Um, one thing that this could be unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, yeah. The freeing up of of uh, of a lot of those skaters' connection <laughs> to Adam Johnson's vision. Not that his visions have ever been wrong, but yeah. their own vision now, separate from his videos, I yeah. think might be a good thing. Just change-wise. Like, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, AJ's going through change too, man. Like he's got his own thing going on, and he's like finally. I mean, that dude put in some work. You know, like he. Okay, so <laughs> he did the version of like where I said I had my like six or seven years. He did like the thirteen or fourteen or fifteen year version dude, of that. Fully into it, man. And like, like, like mentally, I think I would have lost it. Um. Like, if I would have done 100% for the 
focusing on skate videos, I, I would have lost my mind, I think, a few years ago, probably. So yeah, he seems like he's like in a good spot. Like I, he moved back home and has like a rad chick that he's been with for a while, and I think he's a chef or works at some sort of restaurant. Like he's just like decompressing. Yeah. You know? Like he seems like he has like a really simple and like wonderful life right now. Oh, and <laughs> it's I really have good a, to see. <laughs> I have a feeling he's not done yet. Oh no, he's just fucking there's... recharging the batteries, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, there's like rollerblading can't even be like an ex-girlfriend you like Mm-mm. it doesn't even count as that it's just there all the time don't you wish it could sometimes though just like imagine just being able to leave <laughs> nope you just can't no. it hits me sometimes i get pissed and i just want to fucking i don't know man i get so pissed off at skating yeah me too but i i feel like that's any good relationship is gonna have that the, yeah, that really intense uh the darkness love it. Yeah. yeah and then you're just gonna have like one session where you're just gonna fall completely back in love with it right again that always love. happens to me yeah and like yeah I, what's that oh <laughs> just uh i'm starting to think more and more that that it's that it's some kind of uh just comes down to some kind of weird practice that if I do it, I feel better, right. whether yeah, it's absolutely. bad or good. And then that's kind of, I think that's, as I get older, that's something. And <clears throat> I think for me, it's like aggressive skating. What the fuck is even the word? Street skating, sorry. Whatever it's called skating. now. <laughs> aggressive inline skating. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one is the one where like I, my relationship to it, like I think I'm gonna have a rocky relationship over the next while, but I think if I just stick to what I enjoy within that, I should be good. Cause uh, it's really hard to do that though, cause there, you see people ripping and oh. doing things, and like you know that if you really, really focused, you could do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's <laughs> but, crazy. It's like there's I'm even closer to that super nice skate park that's in all of our edits. Like I'm. I've moved and I'm in a new place and I'm like I'm I'm like five minutes away from the oh nights skate park and it's like there's this part of me that's like you could get up before work, you know, four or five days a week and practice and get really <laughs> good at skating and then it's like this weird voice where it's like well why why exactly. why would you want to do that and then part of me is like you could put together just like such a good edit of you ripping the park and it's like well why or what. <laughs> so, I have the same thing. I'm like three blocks away from my favorite little park. Like I always put out like little like 45 minute or 45 second little edits and shit of this little shitty like prefab ramp park. You ever yeah. seen any of those? I want to skate some of those. So it's like Dude. it's like fiberglass material or something like plasticky. It's just shitty. They're like the back walls are made out of this like corrugate or uh, I don't know some sort of plastic, and the, the ramps are really loud. And the coping moves, like, <laughs> like you can, like, it's loose on the bolts. Yeah, but, but it's just, I don't know, anyways, that, that shit's fun. But I have the same thought where, like, I'm like, damn, dude, like, I should just go, like, drop Kyle off at school, go shredding, like, get really good, like, get my leg strength back up and, like, go put out, like, a fucking sick-ass part. And then I'm like, I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because, like, the younger version of us, though, would be full-on into that. 
I so I don't know if that's like your relationship. It's the whole design of things that our relationship is supposed to change to it. But the last, whatever the last thing I watched was at that park, and it was awesome. Was so, it me and Jamie? Jamie spits beer in my beer. No, no, no. It was you and maybe two other people. You may have done like some kind of med spin transfer thing, possibly. I you I did a transfer that. thing. I don't. You are, that, that's one of your things. The med spin transfer. Like well, I don't know. I like little, like any kind of like little quick shuffle foot movement. That's like my favorite thing in the world, man. I love. I'm not very good at those things, but uh, I love those that's, things. It, dude, I learned the other day. I I learned like shuffle to forward negative machia. Oh, and it felt really. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Todd's done that one. That's a good one, right? I want to do. There's some good ones that I haven't done that I want to do that are in my head. Like I want to do quick step to front fast slide to true fish. Oh, that'll be really, really. You know what's weird about when like you say these things? It's so weird that um, there's so many possibilities in skating, but like oh I God. think of all the stuff, and then when you actually go out skating, it's so hard to think about new stuff to do but there's really a lot of unexplored territory in skating there's so much dude skating right now um hey i don't want i hope i'm not being too negative but like it's been really stagnant and boring lately dude like everybody's just doing these like like just grinding handrails like the same like i don't know like i showed my girl did we talk about this last one like i in the last podcast like i showed brielle I forget what edit it was, but it was one of you guys' edits, and she watched the whole thing. Oh, was the one <laughs> I was talking in it. Like, I had the, it was like, there was clips to be talking about the oh, tone yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Suck, so I, suck it aggressive. Yeah, and she, like, she loved that edit. Like, she watched the whole thing, and usually I try to show her shit, and she just, like, trails off and starts looking at her phone about halfway through, but she watched the whole thing. I was like, why, like, why did you watch that whole edit and, like, not, like, why don't, she's like, all the other stuff, like, you guys have been doing the same thing for like the last 10 years. It's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking about it. I was like, damn, dude, she is so fucking right. Like, That's such a big compliment. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It, it was it was cool. That, dude, uh, what's that? I have to fucking just quickly give props to Leon for doing fakie stair bash up the stairs to fakie three out and that fucking... <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about in the fucking video that y'all just put out? Oh, um, yeah, that was uh, in Dustin's video, Imagine Blade Shun. Yeah. God. He he just did a, he did one for the newer video on – this was crazy. I mean, I'm giving away one of the tricks in the video. But for the new video, it was like uh, I think five or six stairs with oh. no launch, just flat to flat. And he did a fakie stair ride like up. I think it was, yeah, it's, it was like he, a bigger set than in the video. Like, he jumped, but he was also, like, riding up the stairs. I mean, and there was one in Rejects, but this is the longest one that I've I've known of. Uh, he did one dude, for the new. really fucking good. Yeah. He's, uh, he was, like, the, <clears throat> in his really young days. He has uh, footage in Hoax 4 when they visit Israel. Um, oh, yeah. Sick. It's uh, when Arlo and Rawlinson I go to. I <laughs> he he does a disaster top acid, and I can't remember. He has a few tricks in that section, and I think there's a shot of him, um, 
Yeah, there's one of the shots where like the the old lady's singing. He's in the background. You can just so see him he, like right there. Did so he start shop tat? He he started that in his apartment, correct? Like a spare bedroom or something? He even but, started it like even before an apartment. I think he started just like selling stuff at sessions, like even out of his car, even before apartment. And it's like, doesn't he have like a bunch of stores now? Yeah, there's five of them, I think. And they just opened one in Amer- in in the states, right? Yeah, like- there's Seattle, Toronto. Montreal, Vancouver, Calgary. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a he's a very very inspiring person, and he he rips at skating. It's he frustrating that he's so good at life and skating. He's just generally a badass dude. Huh? Yeah, if he's loving, he's if he's listening right now, he's just loving this. We can't compliment <laughs> him for too long. Okay. Because his head's gonna get too big. But he already knows. He already knows that he's awesome. I I'm so it's jealous. Just, uh, that's another dude. That's just like the Haitian dudes. Like, oh, we can't really put a magazine out. You know, like it doesn't work right now. It's too expensive or whatever. And people are like, oh, shop. You know, shops don't work. You know. And Leon's <laughs> like, I just opened six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a. Uh, yeah. When yeah, you think yeah. of like successful business people, not just not within skating, like yeah. you need to you need to be stubborn, and that's like. So he's a dick. Just no, no, no. Just like you said, <laughs> where where people think that Excuse that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just Leon's persona outside of his public inline skating persona, just ruthless businessman. No, Is it? no. <laughs> Not wow. at all. But just the fact that, uh, like, it's really hard to run a shop, like you said. And right. then it's like, oh, I'm just going to open five. Like, that's a lot of the most successful business people in history are like, you need that that kind right. of, like, insane side of, like, trying out. Uh, yeah, not listening to other people telling you you can't do it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And <clears throat> I'm so jealous he's... It's King of the Street in Calgary, the street competition, and the I think the Volo 5 pre- premiere is tonight in Calgary. They're yeah. Uh, yeah, they're doing that right now. Leon's coming back through, though, on Monday, and we're skating and filming with Mr. Todd. But um, I really wanted to see the Volo video. I mean, I'm not like uh, when Mike Torres and I were, were talking about it on the podcast. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the last Volo video, um, but I have a feeling this, the, this one's going to be... It's blasphemy. What? It's blasphemy to have that opinion about the Volo videos. <laughs> did you like the Volo video, the last one? I did. Um, uh, a lot of those guys are like personal friends. So it's, it, it's, it's hard for me to like be fucking objective in anything in rollerblading because I fucking are the homies. <laughs> it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's what I, what I said in the Mike Torres podcast is that it was an incredibly professional, solid piece of work that uh just uh, worked for a large audience and on top of that the fact that they got it onto the itunes store is like bigger than anything any modern rollerblading company's ever done so you can't knock that but i'm a huge fan of uh the first i'm really like the first two volo videos um and i really like the first one that pat lennon did but i I, i'm really excited to see this one because i feel like did you see the fucking book 
thing that they just no put no and i'm still um Shit. when i when i read the article on on blade or die i got really excited that there was a the, book the dvd comes in the back fold of the book like the that's, back cover of the book is the dvd case that's so smart dude in my home like if you're gonna sell a physical media at this point like it that's how it has to be yeah you know yeah Absolutely. Did my, you homie, get the... my homie fucking Mike McMullen like helped those dudes put all that shit together. I'm really excited to uh I didn't get the Shred Till You're Dead one and I still want to get that. In it's terms really... of like if people ever come over to your house yeah. and there's just a book like kind of sitting on the table for someone to check out, I think that's just like a great way to have skating displayed in your house for people that don't skate. Yeah, absolutely. So I was really excited. Um when I when I saw that there was a book, but I mean, I'm very hard to please for some skating media sometimes, just because I've seen everything for the longest yeah. time, and I have the rose-colored glasses of like an amazing decade of, or I would maybe say from like 1990, from Hoax Two until like uh, VG Ten ish and like Joe Navran and all that stuff. I mean, I experienced so many good videos, right? That it's hard to have an objective opinion, but yeah. I mean, you're also a creator, so you like. I think that I don't know. Yeah, I might. You know, there's like a weird bias, like you're judging the other person's work. You're not like just purely enjoying it for what it is, you know. Like you see it differently, or know how it was put together, or edited, or filmed, or what. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think like a, what I said is that like as a professional, like a representation of a company, it's it's like that's as good as you can get for like representing the like clean volo brand or whatever like right. in that way the video was really successful but like compare that to the the billy o'neill edit yeah that's like something that i really connect with skating wise so i don't know i don't know but at the same time even the seba stuff right like never mind i think i'm trailing off too much <laughs> are you i think the seba stuff was similar right like it's like but like you could replace the tricks and like it was kind of the same feel like we travel the world and we're friends. <laughs> There's something weird though that like I get excited to go skating when I watch the Seba one and after the Volo video. Oh, that's what it was. If I was to like my whole experience of the video in in one phrase is that like I I had a difficult time connecting to it and possibly like I might be out of the age range of some I don't know. I might be talking too much but like I didn't connect I, I, with, I, I, I didn't connect with it as much. Like it didn't make me want to skate as much as some other stuff that I see. But that's also just me. And yeah. I wonder if like I knew the people in the video that if it would change. I don't know. I don't. Dude, Broskow's section in that video really did it for me. I, that whole video, I I really love that video. Like I, there was a period of time, probably like two years, that was the only thing I would watch. Volo for life. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta watch it again. I tried watching it again the other night, and then there was like a couple sections where it like lost pace or something for me. Right. And uh, I Broskow's section, I lost this goddamn DVD already. But his section in Strange Creatures is really good. I think. <sighs> what? <laughs> What's that? I hate the song. <laughs> oh, yeah, the other Bowie dude, one. I love Strange Creatures, but I, I got the DVD right in front of me, and I was. It was too slow. That full skate's like a fucking bat out of hail, son. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the and music the song was like it was like the. I don't know that don't the know. the music in that video. Uh, I had a difficult time. It kind of like molded together, but that that's a good section. My favorite section of Broskow still uh, to this day is the one uh, the Vibralux on top. That's probably my favorite still. If, do you know that one? I don't remember that. Is that the one where he's got the Eminem song and he's like fighting with his girlfriend? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but that's, that reminds me of the, yeah, this the serious vibe that we were talking about earlier. Anyway. The, no, it's the one with uh, where uh, oh, shit, someone made the song from KFC and he's got the blue skates and at the start uh, the, the dude's like do you know the codes? Is it A B A B A X? Oh yeah. And then yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know the codes, but I don't need to because this is Alex Broskow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like a mashup song. Yeah, like some hood shit with like some fucking Depeche Mode or something. Yeah, it's Depeche Mode with hood nigga, hood nigga. <laughs> Damn, went there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Shit! That's okay. We... Look at that, dude. Look at your Canada segue. What? <laughs> what? Canadian saying the N word. <laughs> oh, you know where I'm going with this. This was, we should have started out the podcast with this. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? I don't like. I had no idea. I would randomly clicked on B Meg, uh, because okay, I need to look at what the post said. Did it say, like, praise the skate god or something like that? It said, all hail the blade god or something. Okay, and obviously I'm going to click on that. And right. I had no idea what what was going to happen. And then I didn't even know that it was Nikki Adams because uh, I saw the tattoo. It looked like a – I thought it was, like, some kind of an athlete for something, but I didn't know right. it was Nikki Adams. And then I watched the video and, uh, like, just – Without me knowing anything, and I never touched the the this powdered substance that starts with the the c word, but I I thought that that's what it was, like my initial viewing of the video. But on top of that, when I watched the video, if no one knows what we're talking about, there's Nikki Adams with the Spitfire tattoo, and he kind of has. Excellent. Would you call it like a monologue, or what was it? Well, yeah, the video itself is called like spit like explanation of my spitfire tattoo or something so he like put this out there to like communicate why he got his spitfire tattoo and i like i really enjoyed the video um i was confused (laughs) i was definitely confused but in terms of seeing someone just like over the top uncensored completely uh um Wow, it's not even uncensored. What's when you go past uncensored, and you're speaking so passionately? I don't even know how to pinpoint. Like he was um, mad. He was mad. You think? Because <laughs> people were talking shit about his skateboarding tattoo. Oh. He was pissed. <laughs> I swear it went. I swear he even surpassed being mad and like went into some. There's that rapper Riff Raff, you know, and there's those videos that he posts. I love I believe. I don't know though, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's as brilliant as Riff Raff. <laughs> but like, uh, I I'm under the assumption that Riff Raff does no, a lot of blow in some of those videos, and, and 
just talks and when he it doesn't even matter what Riff Raff is saying in some of those interviews he makes it work and I kind of got that although there was anger in the Nikki Adams video I was like the video could have been really long and I probably would have watched the whole thing because I was like there was no dull points for me that no he he, just nailed it yeah whatever he say and i'm still not sure what he was trying to say but whatever it was he fucking nailed it <laughs> and that's that's kind of what riffraff has is like you have no idea sometimes what he's talking about but he's making it work and and uh and i guess if nikki adams was trying to get something across is that <laughs> he's a oh, he's a he's blade god <laughs> is that what he did he say that he said if yeah he said he's the blade god and the skate god that's uh if you don't understand then you just don't understand. And did he actually did he win the X Games for skiing? I forgot to fact check that. No, I think he did he say skiing? I think he just won it for he won it for rollerblading. Oh he won it for rollerblading? Yeah. He was yeah, dude. I used to hear crazy stories about that dude, like after he won, like partying super hard. He's from Montreal, right? Yeah. So apparently he was like a celebrity in Montreal after all this happened, like getting like club appearance fees and like the man, you know? Really? Yeah. That's what I mean. That was, you know, talk around town, but at the same time, he like, I think that kind of took it, took over. That's like why he disappeared. You know? Okay. I thought, I thought maybe he won the X games for skiing or something. No, no, no. He won for blading. He did. And that, and see, that's why he got the spitfire tattoo. (laughs) Okay, and that's so. It was still after the video was done. It was still. It would be great if he came on the podcast. So it was still unclear as to why he got the Spitfire tattoo. Right. Was he speaking that it was like an action sports symbol? Or I think that's what he was saying. Like I think he just. I don't. I have no idea. I I can never imagine getting like he got a fucking. That's like a Hessian skateboarding company. It's not like a company you would think would be cool with, with rollerbladers, you know, like Spitfire's like gnarly fucking shithead bowl skating dickwads. And then that's where, that's where again, <laughs> I found the video, like I got kind of uh, not stoked in some weird way. It was like, if he like took that symbol, made it and owned it on his neck, if it was like yeah. the biggest hash boarding company like in some ways he that may have been like the biggest fuck you to but i don't know if if that's where he was coming from but i thought about it from that perspective i thought when i initially saw my only i I was thinking maybe he raps and so spitfire is like the word it like he spits fire or something i thought about that too you know like maybe that's a way to justify it, <laughs> or Spitfire, even just in terms of, I guess representing something. I don't know. It's so big. It is really big. Then, did you even think that this would have never? Return, dude, the grand return. There's like this thing in rollerblading that there's like these grand returns of people that were around when there was like a lot of money and people and power and shit and skating, you know. This, and then come back, and it's like this harsh reality check. That's really interesting to me. And uh, 
Like he, I always wonder what people's assumptions are, like money-wise and popularity-wise for rollerblading. That obviously it may be more evident online that rollerblading's around, but there may be people who get like the wrong assumption as right. to like if they can make money off of it again or something. Because people like you or I who have been skating the whole way through, we didn't take any super extended breaks. Can you imagine right. like? <laughs> if it was like oh. if it was like Kevin Dowling's back and he has his company and he's like come back at it it's like I would never that's what I'm saying like I can't imagine like if any of my friends did that I'd be like bro don't fucking do that but you know what I'm talking about right like that's, that's been happening there's been people it's been that have happening like, well they come back and it's like yo I'm back and you're like yeah fucking who cares like <laughs> what does that mean you know like what do you what are you bringing to the table like oh you just want to take from the table like you're coming back you're not bringing shit with you you're just trying to come back and like be the man again like nah dude like you're <laughs> that whole paying dues 30 years ago thing that was 30 years ago or 10 years ago like you gotta you gotta like come back with some respect man like, i was saying that earlier <laughs> on the earlier podcast it's like well, it was related to something that I said. That idea now, it's like someone comes back. It's like, hey, do you want to know the standard of how many amazing sections you have to put out now for next to nothing? <laughs> like like how many amazing sections Haffy and Broscow and Farmer, like all the top dudes. That like, never went away. And they, yeah, and they <laughs> did it the entire time you were gone. Like you're back. You want to see what the standards now are? Like. Yeah. Here, watch these fifteen sections while you were gone of this one person. Right. Like, so, and that sucks because it's like I want. Obviously, it's cool when people get back involved, but when they try to get back involved and then they try to like manipulate or control the reality, it's like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's confusing too. It, it's just sad. It's like you don't have. I don't know. It's just. It's a bummer. Like I don't want anybody to not come back, but just like, yeah, Dude. the delusional. The delusional comeback is wild do it for the right reasons <laughs> yeah like come back and help out like if you learned i don't know like there's a lot of dudes that we've talked about this that bailed went and learned like a whole lot of shit and then they come back and it's like so what are you are you gonna use any of that to like assist in making our shit tighter or like <laughs> like yeah. you just coming back to like feel good about yourself definitely i and it'll be interesting to see who stays and, and who goes again, Lucy? Because right. I'm sure there'll be some people who come back and then just leave again, and then there'll be some people who come back and say, "Lucy, chill." Hey, hey, hey! You want a timeout? Oh, damn! No, I'm not even far. I'm not. I'm not close enough. I need to get the spray bottle out with the water. Sometimes that doesn't even work. Yeah, spray it in the face and put it in timeout for barking. <laughs> Sometimes timeout works if I'm close it's, enough. It's not, there's somebody trying to break into your house right now. The dog's trying to save your life. <laughs> I doubt it. I bet it's just like a blinking like light or something like in the distance, or a bush that's like blowing around or something. Right. Um. But yeah, I guess so. Is that the full Nikki Adams? I mean, not that we're saying he tried know. to come back, but like. Cause I don't know what that guy's life's about. Yeah. Like he could be going through some rough shit, and he just needs to like be a part of something. So I don't want to. I, I don't want to talk shit because I don't know that guy. But like, what? Like not knowing him and watching that, it was like really like troubling for me. Like it wasn't like, oh yeah. Like I'm sure like, 
I don't know. It was just like somebody needs to talk with him and like explain to him that rollerblading is not what it used to be or something, maybe. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I don't really care. But it, it was entertaining and like, I don't know. I posted it and a lot of people had very strong opinions about it. Like, I just yeah. posted it because it was clearly interesting, but like yeah. people have like really gnarly shit to say. <laughs> it's weird to think about the internet in that in the terms of like because the um i'm hoping to get kevin Yee on the podcast like we talked a couple times back and forth but he hasn't been on since like uh he released some videos that like rubbed people in kind of similar ways that like we live in this time now that if you're feeling extremely passionate about something and you whether have, the yeah. words come out right or not you can right. record something and put it up and uh yeah. I hope. Hi, Kevin. Yeah. Def- and, and I mean, not that Nikki Adams and Kevin Yee's were the same, but in terms of like but, yeah, like the passion was... that came through in the video yeah. that people can be like not used to seeing every day. Like, because, you know, people's internet personas sometimes can be right. calculated and, and, Absolutely. and like even on this podcast, there's jokes and there's ridiculousness and there's bullshitting and there's jokes and all that stuff but i mean we never hit a level of like if i'm extremely angry i've done it i think once on the podcast like a solo podcast where you're just extremely angry it's it's weird to like put that out there for people to see so i mean you're kind of being like there's a lot of shit that i'd like to talk and be mad about but like i don't want to like i'd rather do that directly to the people that i'm you know what i mean yeah (laughs) Like, I don't know. But yeah, Kevin, she was, that was another one that was just like, damn, dude, are you all right? Like, yeah. And I am to give him a hug. Definitely. <laughs> and I, and I wanted to get him, I, I hope he can, he can talk about it on the podcast. Cause it was like, there was so many, like when there's so many questions and people speculating and not that anyone ever has to explain themselves. Cause sometimes the, the video or whatever they put out, will just go down in history as something interesting right. in a time in someone's life. But I mean, it goes either way. Like, they were, Colin Kelso did the same thing, essentially, you know, like, kind of, like, went on this, like, really passionate debacle with the community, and it was... It's memorable, that's for sure. It's absurd, but, like, for some reason, that one just stuck really well. Like, everybody was just like, hell yeah. Like, at first, everyone was like, what the fuck, dude, this fool's crazy, and then they were like... I fucking love Colin. <laughs> you know, like, like it, it, it's weird because, like, when you get open like that, like, it, like you said, it's not, it's not normal. Right now. There's you know, gotta like, be it's not normal. Be yourself online. <laughs> yeah, and he's another one that we're in contact with him a couple times, and I'm hoping still to get him to do it. But like, I wonder if there's something there. I mean, like a thread between all those things that there's so much passion that we have for skating and so much uh, pent up emotion that's yeah, that's hard to release especially there's only so much that you can get out when you go skating but sometimes like articulating the way you feel about skating because it's such a unique thing to be involved in sometimes comes out in really strange ways and that's i think a lot of people connected with uh colin kelso just because there's probably like especially if you're involved in industry stuff you have to be somewhat subdued and professional so he just let it rip, and then it's it's always debatable whether um, substances are involved as well. But right. who knows about that? And yeah. <clears throat> Colin Kelso, 
for the record, has still one of my favorite modern rollerblading street skating sections. At least for like the past, in the past five years, probably one of my favorites. Um, no, his nim his nim video section. I don't I don't think I've seen that. The only thing I remember from that is Montre's Alley of Soul. <laughs> really? Um, it's to that like it's like a eighties, like metal? a late eighties metal. It's, oh, it's yeah, yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. rock, and yeah. uh, it's really like it's a really interesting twist. It's like innovative but impressive for street skating, but it's and it's creative, and it's not necessarily hammers. It's a really nice like uh, and it's stylish and quick and presented. Yeah, yeah it's like I return to that one quite often. Dude, you know what was a really like beautiful fucking piece was right after like Colin vented about everything. Like he went and made an edit with his brother. Oh yeah, and it was like. It was it was like really personal, like you know what I mean. It was like his brother like telling him like he didn't have to be mad at skating. I don't know, like that's what I got from it. It was like Sean just being like, "Yo, dude, just fucking skate, fuck the bullshit." Like, I love you. You're rad. That was really good. That was pre uh, Casey Mo, and it had uh, uh, there was like that YouTube video sample at the start, and then there was the Soul song yeah. in the second half. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good, man. <laughs> like. I don't know. I love. Really is that the one where he does like an illusion, uh, fakey Luke Kang one eighty? Yeah. Damn. It was like, I it was like med spin Luke Luke Kang. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what it was. See, Outside, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Simple creative shit oh, that people do, and it's not that hard to be creative in skating. But when you think of how memorable that trick was, and it's like, have you watched any edits recently where anyone does anything like that? No. Oh. Is it that hard to do that when you go out skating? No, but it's he hard to think did, of it at the time. What's he that? Also, he also in that section he does like on there. There's like some stairs with like a ninety degree transfer ledge thing. I forget what he does. I think he does like fakie two seventy soul to two seventy torque to soul or something. Do you know oh what I'm yeah, talking? yeah, and in only a way that Colin Kelso could do it. Yeah, very, he came very out light footed. Like it looked impossible. Like what he did was like impossible like i don't think anybody else could do it especially not the way you did it and shit and it's like colin's one of the i don't know he's probably one of my top five favorite dudes to watch that his other did you see his godfather section the ssm joint uh yeah is that where he was at that that little skate park yeah yeah same thing like he's amazing he's he puts his stamp on everything that he makes and yeah. his skating is maturing really well i love uh he comes out of an alley oop soul really nice in that one, um, and he just made that look really. He makes like little small things just look really good, and um, he made me want SSMs even though I I know that I'll never be able to make them look good. So. I think that when I got mine in the mail, I think I like went through all my favorite SSM edits. I think that was like the first one I watched. <laughs> it's so funny how like we're still suckers for marketing, even though we're older and we should know better like hey maybe if i get these skates i'll be able to skate like colin kelso i actually think about that <laughs> stuff still yeah that, it doesn't it didn't work for me for other people I'm sure it does but i was unfortunately not skating like colin <laughs> i won't even come anywhere close to that shit well i think did we hit the two hour mark pretty much yeah i think we did man okay well this has been amazing it went by really fast it did. It always does. I love doing this, man. So good. I don't even know how to uh, 
um, like the key topics, I think I'll be able to figure them out. out. I don't know. Haitian Meg. If we were to recap, Haitian Meg. I don't know. I'll figure so it we out. We talked heavily about um, skating in general, like yeah. actual, like all of skating. Instead, of, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get there then. Thank you for staying up uh, later, and sorry to the lady and the kid if, uh, if there was extra noise or anything like that. It's, and uh, it's fine. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get the trifecta going next time. Yeah, Todd, miss you, man. Yeah. I, I know. I want to talk to him about being a dad. But that's, yeah. We'll that's a that. big one. Like, that's almost like you guys should do a podcast just you two, then without the color color commentator. Full, intense dad conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. Because I'm not there yet. Dogs don't count. No, they don't. You probably think they do. But don't ever say that to them. Don't ever be like, I have a dog, so it's like the same thing. Because it's not. <laughs> no. I've said like small percentage versions of that. But no, no, nothing, nothing overreaching. Yeah. <laughs> For children are the same as real children. So. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, Kevin. Up, man. Have a good, good night. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, hey, wait. One more thing. Can I plug something if anybody's still listening? Oh, fuck. We forgot about that. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I, the thing. I, have, <laughs> I have a question and answer thing on Reddit. And uh, R slash rollerblading. The and, a- um, AMA, right? Ask me anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if anybody, whatever, has any, you know, whatever you want to ask about being a dad or skating or fucking what my favorite color is or like just to talk shit or whatever like the funnier the crazier the better that would be sweet to answer some questions and is this this is the first one too right yeah i guess so man like they hit me up and i was just like it seemed pretty basic uh someone messaged me from that just to like check it out and i feel like that could eventually replace bmeg but i mean I'm, i won't oh. it might eventually Dang. but we'll see you sure? <laughs> Maybe. I think so. Reddit's pretty big, B-Mag- like outside of skate. You're, you're a B-Magger. That's, that's why we're connected, is because we're both B-Maggers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I All unfortunately right. still have to check. But yeah. So, it's <laughs> ask me anything. It's on August 7th. Yes. Wednesday. So, but you can post anything up to this point that you'll answer. Right, you can po- yeah. I'm going to like answer. I don't, I don't really know how to read. I'm honestly, I've never Reddited. So neither have I, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'll link to it too (laughs) on our, on our Facebook for people who want to ask stuff. Okay, cool. All right. Later and have an excellent night. All right, man. You too.